0: Folks, welcome to Trainwreck Tonight 201 pre-NFL draft post-TT 200 brought to you by Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? We are talking this amazing weather we're having and the forecast ahead for this sports world. We're talking NFL draft. We're talking UPL on the Sabres. We're talking Buffalo Blue Jays. We're talking Bills tailgating. We're talking Sabres trivia this Friday night. Paul vs. Mayweather, much, much more, all brought to you by, again, Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet?
1: You don't stop. 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 Follow me into the great unknown Where pink flamingos grow Diet soda flows and what you take market shelves.
2: Outlet Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy, the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor.
3: What's
0: your
2: outlet?
0: And with that said, we have our outlet in the form of our guest co-host, Wake Jockins, the man who can do it all, the Swiss Army knife of train wreck sports. How are we doing tonight? Good, sir.
4: Man, we're doing good. Uh, you, I'm very, very happy. I didn't forget to put the koozie on before I opened the drink. That's usually a recipe for disaster when that happens. So by all accounts, just based on that, it's a great day so far. Just got done with an episode of The Cap, and I'm uh, excited for the draft tomorrow. I don't think that has to be said. This train truly never stopping right now,
0: folks. Thank you for tuning along, whether you're on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, or Twitch. It's Trainwreck Tonight 201, and we have a lot to talk about And, Wake, I think we have to lead it off with what's on deck. It's Brandon Bean's and smokescreen season right now, NFL draft.
3: Yeah,
4: Meerkat had the, the best tweet, I think, regarding the Travis Etienne rumors where he put Brandon Bean as the Pokemon trainer and he used smokescreen. And that's exactly what I think it honestly is. Like, I don't think, like, it's not really his MO. Like, yeah, it's his MO to trade up for a running back. And anybody who's watching who disagrees with me about this, you know, feel free to chime in. I just don't think that that's something realistic worth doing right now. I mean, you know, there are two good, not great running backs. They both have their flaws. Najee Harris is obviously the most complete one in my opinion. Um, But I just don't think Travis Etienne's worth trading up for. So, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Brandon Bean thinks different than me. Um, There's one thing that we do know for sure. He's earned the right to have the benefit of the doubt, no matter who he takes, no matter how high he trades up or how far he trades back. So, you know, just trust the process. I'll be drinking the processed juice with the rest of you. That's all I can say.
0: Yeah, and I mean, obviously we want to give in-depth analysis and we want to, you know, think about what they're going to potentially do. But, yeah, at the end of the day, how do you not trust what Bean's done? Obviously, whether you want to argue whether his day twos tend to be better than his day threes, that's a whole other discussion. But, yeah, I think it's exciting time for Bills fans to be in the 30s picking. I don't think this is uh, somewhere that anyone thought we would be a couple years ago. Uh, so it's an enjoyable spot to be, and uh, obviously yeah. we will circle back to the NFL draft in a little bit more detail. But we're forecasting out here, Wake. I mean, just amazing spring weather in Western New York. I know you're over uh, on the other side of the state, holding it down. We got NBA and NHL playoffs ahead. What are I mean, you're doing it all over there. You got you got the cap stuff, you got the fantasy show, you got NBA and NHL playoffs on the horizon. What are you most excited about for the next say uh,
4: two to three weeks? Well, first of all, I want to say that if you're an avid sports fan, if you listen to Trainwreck Sports, if you listen to any sports podcast, you have to have fun with these playoffs, especially because as a Sabres fan, we don't have the Sabres in the playoffs. So what do we have to root for? Our money. That's what we have to root for. When when it comes to playoff time, my friends and I always do these pools where we draft teams and we see who can draft like the winners, the Stanley Cup, or we did it for the March Madness one, and I just won that because I drafted, uh, who the hell? draft i can't even remember because it was so long ago already i'm probably, already thinking probably had one.
0: baylor probably well, probably but you're probably a baylor bear i out. knew
4: they were the important team to have you're yeah, right pretty decent uh, but you know it's 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 always fun when nba and nhl heat up at the same time like this really is the golden age or the golden like season of sports to me because there's just so much going on at the same time you get the playoffs He got the draft and there's a lot of movement going around in the NBA and in the NHL. It's going to make it extremely interesting. Uh, My friend, Nick Lenahan wrote that the stars are making a surge for the playoffs. Uh, It's up on trainwrecksports.com. If any of you missed that article, but they were like 12 points out of a playoff spot. They got two games in hand. Only two points back in Nashville. It's a beautiful time of year because anything can happen.
0: You mentioned those NHL playoffs. I get a little sweat going. Those NHL playoffs, not only are they like un are, not only are they unlike any other playoffs, any other postseason, but mm-hmm. I mean Degenerate Al and myself, we're riding on those avalanches. So we're not yeah. all the way in yet. We'll we'll uh, we'll give some more details in the future. But uh <laughs> yeah, big game tonight against the Golden Knights. Degenerate yeah. Al, of course, is saying that the Vegas Knights are a lock. Because that's what he does. He he likes to he likes to troll. he likes to talk himself into reverse shanks. By the way, if you are <laughs> following along, we got to shout out meme cat. The bills content uh, is is out the wazoo. Meerkat getting it done, and and that Etienne meme we were talking about here. There it is. Big baller being used in smoke screen.
4: Level thirty. Like, are you kidding me? Seven one six HP. The thought that goes into this is just unbelievable. I don't know where the hell we found this guy, but we got to go back there.
0: No doubt. We got to go back there and, uh, going back there. Let's, uh, let's keep rocking and rolling before we circle back fully to the NFL draft. There was some news today. Wake. Well, not what news today. This is the couple days out of, out of the hammer lot. This is obviously a pinnacle of tailgating for a lot of people. And, you know, vaccination, a very divisive issue. And we try to, we don't, we don't like to, you know, rally too hard into the, these politically divisive issues, uh, that, that as vaccinations tend to be for the most part, I'll just say it out loud. But, uh, with that said, very interesting. You know, he came out with the rule that if, if you're tailgating in the slot, you're, he's going to be checking for vaccinations and, uh, and IDs. It's kind of an interesting new world we're living in.
4: It is interesting. It's interesting because you'll hear the argument that it's outside and everything. I won't get into that. Um, but th- the important thing that we can take out of this is that the gatherings that we used to do without thinking about it will now – it's on the horizon again. We'll soon be able to do them without thinking about whether it's safe. You know, soon, whether it's maybe not this year, we won't be there quite yet, but next year and, you know, all of the tailgates and the home playoff games that we're going to have for the Bills, just my message is stay optimistic, right? Like, we're getting back to it. Let's all just embrace what we have in common. Let's embrace the Bills. Let's embrace tailgating for the Bills. Like, let's just just have a blast with it. The great thing about sports, sports is the great unifier. It really is. You can communicate about sports with anybody from any walk of life, so long as you just like the same, you know, whether they kick some, kick a stupid ball around, right? I remember when I was in the airport going to Houston, I sat next to the people in the airport at LaGuardia that I sat next to at the game. Like, it's just funny things happen with sports all the time. I'm just thrilled that we're getting back to the point where these things are going to be happening. I just – I. And I'm going to be back in Buffalo in a month, and I just can't wait to enjoy the weather that you alluded to already. Honestly, I, hey, it has been it's been on the up, up, up.
0: Which, speaking of which, before we get into the NFL draft coverage, and I know we've been teasing it, that's what we do. We're a little teases here at Trainwreck tonight. I had to say it, but we are not teasing <laughs> anymore with Outlet Liquor. Of course, you see him behind us. You saw the video yesterday. Outlet Liquor signing a two-year deal with Trainwreck Sports. Pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Pretty uh, interesting. Uh, Partner, exactly we wanted to see, you know, and I think honestly a great teammate into the future week.
4: You know, it's it's been really it's been a great last two weeks for Trainwreck Sports, right? Like it's it's easy to say that from the inside, um, but just between last week we had Trainwreck tonight two hundred. That was a great achievement for us, and and I'm and I'm proud of everybody behind the scenes and on on the camera that worked to make that possible. But also we're getting. At the same time, embracement from local businesses and local media guys. We got all those messages from the Sal Capaccios, Matt Perino, who's a great friend of mine now after getting to know him through working on the cap. Um, you know, it's it's great to see Western New York rally around us. And honestly, it, it's moving. It really is. So to, to everybody listening, watching, everybody does the work for Trainer. You know, Outlet Liquor signing with us for two years. It's just a result of, you know, the family and, you know, we might get sick of the word the culture that, that train wreck sports have inside and out, you know?
0: Absolutely. Good. And it's, it's a credit to everyone top to bottom that we were able to come to an agreement. And, and it's really, you know, coo- like, you know, shout out to Al Liquor for taking the, the chance. There are a lot of people who two years ago okay. didn't think we'd still be going right now, but they're signing two years into the future. So mm-hmm. love and sales still
3: doesn't know
4: what we do apparently. Which you know what? I don't even know what we do really. I just wake up. I, I, I think a it's a good.
0: It's and... a good. If people don't know what you do, they can't steal your shtick. That's the That's bottom exactly line. That's fair. what they mm-hmm. say. <laughs> and One person whose stick cannot be stolen, quality cannot be stolen. Get him in here. It's Duane Mania. Now, obviously, That's we're so not going to get an NFL draft talk yet. We got to talk our Sabers and UPL. Duane lay it on him.
1: Hey, uh, thanks for having me guys. Um, yeah, it's been, uh, you know, interesting couple of weeks for Buffalo. Um, ever since Granato's taken over, you've seen a whole different team and it's fun to watch the Sabres play hockey again. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. I, I, you know, judging, you know, coming from where we were with Ralph Kruger to where we are now, it's night and day, absolutely night and day. Um, this team under Kruger, you, you know, you you saw zero life when they'd get down in games. They'd uh you know, give up on themselves, you know, they'd be down two nothing in the second period, and you might as well call it a wrap. You know, you know, they you could tell they were there was no way they were coming back in that game. But you know, now under Granado, it just seems practice habits have changed. Uh, you know, they seem more focused coming into games. Um, you know, it, it's not it's not I mean, I'm not saying Granato isn't a player's coach, but I think that was the problem with Ralph Krueger is he was too much of a player's coach yeah. and there wasn't enough account- accountability. And now you see these young kids and you see Granato making obvious decisions like sitting Cody Eakin, um, like not giving Kyle Ocposo top six minutes. You see uh, guys like Rasmus <clears throat> Asplund getting a longer look in the lineup. Mattias Samuelson coming in and really impressing uh, Will Borgen, Jacob Bryson. I know a lot of that has to do with injuries, but it's been a lot of fun to watch. Uh, and I have a lot of optimism when it comes to this blue line and what's to come in net because UPL in his first two games has impressed. Obviously. um, I don't think the score dictates in his debut, how well he really played. I think That's the Sabres not. really let him down there in the, at the end of the That's third period. Not, yeah. A little but bit. He, yeah, he, played, he, played, so he played a phenomenal game. And then mm-hmm. the second game he played phenomenal as well. Um, it, you know, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun uh, to, again to watch, um, him him develop here, you know, yeah. over the last like couple of weeks and ever since he got called up to the taxi squad. And another thing too is it's going to get really interesting here in the next couple of years what happens in the net for Buffalo because you know everyone and I, and I'll stick to the, I'll stick to my guns on this. Everyone is excited right now about UPL, but there's a kid in Michigan right now named Eric Portillo who's going to be a guest on Two Goalies with Mike hopefully in the next month. Uh, who under the tutelage of Steve Shields former sabers goaltender who has been absolutely lights out for Michigan in the games he's played under a two goals against average and it, it, he again that's going to make you know this double-headed monster hopefully you know UPL still around in Buffalo and he's you know proven that he's worth you know the hype you know a double-headed monster that we haven't seen for Buffalo probably since Miller and Barratt
4: Yeah, no, we haven't seen it since then. And, you know, the one thing I definitely want to ask you about, because I think you made some good points about it on Twitter, but I want you to be able to, like, you know, actually use your voice for it because you're just so damn good at it. Dylan Cousins needing to fight. Like, obviously, you know, he embraces that role. But, like, how do you – like, tell the people here, like, you know, how do you feel about him, like, almost needing to do it based on the guys on the roster, right?
1: I – I – I – Again, it shows so much character for Dylan Cousins to do it twice.
4: As a
3: rookie, yeah.
1: As a rookie, yes, absolutely. It shows a ton of character. But here's the thing. Dylan Cousins shouldn't be the one doing this. Yeah. Jack Eichel, like, I, it comes with a ton of criticism on Jack, towards Jack Eichel, which I think is very unwarranted. Um, people just seem to forget he did fight once, and it literally led to almost no reaction from this team when he did. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said... It shouldn't be up to guys like Jack Eichel, Dylan Cousins, or Rasmus Dahlin to to drop their gloves and fight. Granted, yes, you want to stick up for your teammates. There is a time and place for that when you know in the moment. But it, to, to to spark a team to 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 set the tone, it shouldn't be up to those guys. But you know this. Uh, granted, maybe. 15 20 years ago, yeah, that was the thing. And even then, it was. Oh, a, but a then question.
0: you run into a Lucic situation. If it doesn't happen when it's on the ice right there, then you go flaccid, and that's a, and yep. that was the issue. Was that then? Then you got Gostad fighting Lucic three and a half later. weeks later, and what the <laughs> hell? People are like, what the hell is going on? What are we? What are we doing?
4: Man, I miss Gostad though. He's, he's oh, one of, of the course. neighbor I'd live to give back, live to bring back. If
0: you're back. literally out and about right now, give a fucking honk for the goose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Sure well, Dwayne, is. we know with this team, it's looking to the future. We're not going to talk Eichel or any player that that's current that, that you know, specifically, but, but we got to talk about the Seattle situation. Who do we want to protect? Who, who, Who? what, what, what would you do if you were GM
1: Kev Y? Well, it could protect the obvious. Um, any, I, I think you won't see, and I'm not sure how the timeline goes. I don't think you'll see a Erasmus uh, darlene extension right away, just because, um, just just because you know, as long as you're on on an entry level deal, you you don't have to protect those players. Um, I think you'll see God, the obvious get protected. Um, I know Jack Eichel will obviously get protected. You'll see. Um, Again, I'm not sure of the situation with Sam Reinhart being RFA, how that all works into it, but Olsen will probably get protected. Um, the guys you do leave unprotected are the obvious. your are Kyle your you're Cody Eakins. Um, Colin Miller I th- still think is under contract for another year. So you'll see him probably get left unprotected. Um, yeah, with yeah.
0: in Seattle, you, you got to think that maybe he's,
4: he plucks one of these guys, no? There's no way he's playing 3D chess. With the no, 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 no. It's not of all people, <laughs> well, oh, no, no, no.
0: I'm saying like an
1: upso, which is what the Sabers want to have happen. Maybe. Oh, you know, I, I, again, that's tough. It, it, it's tough. I, I mean, Seattle's who's looking take on that contract. They're going to be looking for stability in there. I mean, they got to, they got to fill some cap, right? Yeah. It, it, who? But the thing is, you, you, you got to reach the cap floor. But who's going to take on that contract? That's where I think. I think there were, if there was ever a year where you see Ristolainen get traded, this might be it. Because Ristolainen is a type of guy who might be valued by a team like Seattle just starting out. And you could possibly swing a trade with Picks and maybe a Kyle Ocposo to Seattle in order to get them to take on that Ocposo contract. And if you can do that, build a friggin' – build a statue – of of, uh, <laughs> of 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 Kevin Adams in alumni plaza to like the day, the very next day, it'll because just be a that contract <laughs> and relieve yourself of almost $10 million against the cap. Sign me up for that all day. Ke- Dude, Kevin with a Y is, is
0: two to three moves away from getting this Sabres train going in the right direction. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, obviously man. Hall and Stall were misses. I'm not, I, no one would deny that. Everyone would be crazy doing Eken, you know, is arguable. I don't hate the holler stall moves in the long run. I think they were done with the best intentions. I think logistically they looked okay. You're trying to bring some stability to the locker room. You can't account for Jack Eichel going out that early. Everything fell off once he did. Yeah. 18 game losing streak started then, obviously. With that said, yeah, if we can get Seattle to take enough post, so to take a, like, I mean, even like, I mean, it, like in the Sabers' mind, Dwayne, where do you think they're at on Skinner right now?
1: Oh, man. You'd have to go up a lot along with Skinner in Seattle to get to get them to take that contract. That's nine million it, it, dollars. It's, it's
0: bad, but but his last six year
1: years overall numbers still look good in my in my crazy. Oh, mind. I'm not debating that at all. I think I think Skinner's on this team for the long haul, and you know, and and here's here's the great thing about the way Sam Reinhart's been playing. I've. I've been critical of Sam Reinhart for one reason and one reason only, and much of reason, same many people have also have been, is that you know you need him to produce away from Jack Eichel, which he's doing right now. But the biggest part about that is he's producing at center, not on the wing. The you got to keep him at C. Absolutely. Yeah. Here, like, here's the thing about having an elite center like Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel is so good with his playmaking ability, not just scoring ability, but playmaking ability, is he can make an average player seem great. You yeah. know, one of the biggest examples in the history of hockey, in my opinion, um, that, that can attest to this, and you have to go way – I mean, I'm going way back here, but who remembers the name Jonathan Chichu? Oh, who, who could forget mm-hmm. the name Jonathan 50 Chichu? 50 goal score because of one man and one man only. That's Joe Thornton. Absolutely. Jonathan Chichu had a couple of good years with San Jose – Strictly because of playing with Jumbo Joe, he got paid, and I think his career ended after six or seven seasons. But that is just what it's the benefit of having a guy like Jack Eichel on your team is he can take look look, look what Sidney Crosby did for a guy like Connor Sheary, you know uh, you know Kunitz, Gensel, you know like you don't Garrett, need to have Garrett. that elite talent on the wing of your elite center because having that elite center can really you know bump up the play of those average wingers. That's why it's such a benefit to have, you know, depth down the middle. Which, if you keep Sam at center and he continues to, you know, play like this at center, you have in some insane depth down the middle that you haven't seen with this team since the days you had got Breer, Drury, Mm -hmm. Tim Conley. And you you, just imagine, just imagine this your top three centermen are Jack Eichel. Sam Reinhart and Dylan Cousins, no matter what order you decide to put them. In, even if you decide to put Sam as your third line center, great. You know what? He's playing up against the t- the, the, the other team's top lines then, which yeah. is, you know, I think where he best fits, he can produce and he can put and he can do the not to the exact same extent, extent that Michael Pekka did back in his day when he was winning the Selkie Trophy of Buffalo, but he can really hold down a line where you can rely on him to go up against those Crosby lines to go up against those Bergeron Marchand and pasta lines and your Ovechkin lines and maybe mm. be a guy that can be responsible enough in his own end to in the neutral zone to hold down lines like that. And that's a value that people don't take seriously enough. Yeah value to,
4: no, this, sorry, last thing I'll say on that though like I grew up in a Pittsburgh household growing up with Crosby Malkin stall as the three centers for the team I rooted for growing up, but for the most part, like that, that's a luxury you can't take for granted. And I, and even Pittsburgh hasn't had that in a while. And they've, they've kind of gone to shit. So, uh, that's you great. know, the luxury at center, you don't trade one away to trade one away because you have too many. They're hard to find you, you keep them. So that, that's all, that's me on the Sabres there. Yeah, and on, tra- you have to. And on <laughs> train wreck
0: tonight, you know, you can never have too many superstars rolling through. You see it at the bottom of the screen, folk, sabers trivia night it is coming up this friday can we get that on the screen intern yeah get that up there come on let's go jesus okay we got intern friday april 30th and let's get them in here we got brother bill we got chris collins (laughs) they're not messing around
1: Uh -uh. brother
0: bill pulling an early punch against chris here drafting dwayne to his (laughs) sabers trivia team uh, I think that's a little controversial, gentlemen.
2: Hey, uh, Chris is no stranger to controversy with our last trivia night, so I'm just trying to to keep up with him, and uh, all is fair in love and war.
3: Yeah,
0: Chris, any comment? There is a little controversy following last round.
3: I mean, I mean, yeah. Thompson sent me a couple of hints, but I put two and two together to nail the trivia. <laughs> And uh, brother Bill's recruiting Dwayne with like a half ass, like yo, bro, be on my team. Sure,
1: such a half ass recruitment that was the worst part. Hey, me and little, me and the little, little does and Chris know chat. that me and me and the brother are in a group text together, so
2: yeah, whoa, we go back. Well, Chris, be not- are you a little
0: worried about that group chat intimidation or what? <laughs>
3: I am, I am, you know, but I'm up one nothing. so is trying to even the series.
1: Asterisk, and, uh, asterisk there. <laughs> Here's no the thing,
3: answer.
1: the pressure, you know, it, it it's on me, too, because, like, I mean, I, I guess I'm looked at as, like, you know, a Sabres guy now, and if I shit the bed here, man, like, I, there's no coming back from that.
3: I got There's
4: no coming back from that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got the no, no, no. That's that's win.
2: very
0: fair. If you if you swing and miss on this, Dwayne, you're going to be taking a big hit. I'll hang up and listen. Could do record lows if you don't if you don't deliver.
1: <laughs> very very true. And uh, um, I feel confident though. You know, um, I've been brushing up on my pre 90s uh, trivia. Um, I sent I sent the brothers some uh, routine trivia earlier today, just so he can brush up on some things. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the semantics of this. How it's all going to work. <laughs> If, like, we're allowed to Where huddle, you know, is. virtually huddle together to sit here and, you know, ask questions. Um, look look the, at the, I mean, if you've ever
0: seen a half ass recruit, there it is.
1: Buddy. You hit him with Whoa. the didn't even
4: pull you wow. out. What's wrong with Buddy? No, it's a good buddy. But, like, that's yeah. just like, man, I need you, buddy. Like, Chris, like, are, do you feel you got to do some extra preparation here?
3: Like, are, like are you,
4: how intimidated are you?
3: Have you seen my recruiting on my replies? It's desperate. I'm asking – I asked a guy who met Jochen Hesht in 2012. That would be (laughs) insane.
0: What happened when you met Yo-Yo?
3: So I searched like, Sabres trivia, and the first thing that came up was a tweet from 2012. Some guy was like, tonight was great. I want some Sabres trivia. I met Jochen Hesht. And I was like, will you be on my team? And the guy was like, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, well, I will take this opportunity then with the hype building around Sabres Trivia Night this Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Last last time with the Bills trivia, I did not reveal the categories until game time. Yeah. I will reveal the categories oh, at this time That's big for time. Sabres Trivia Night. That's, that's big. again with Razor's Edge. We have Deadline Acquisition Duds. Whoa, we got French Connection. We got That's Name cool. That Saber. We okay. got Who Scored
1: That Playoff Goal. I <laughs> had a feeling that was going to be a category. And
0: last but not least, we got Sabers in Song Form. Wow. Could you imagine? <laughs> what a, a lot to look forward to and a lot to digest going fun, into Friday man. night.
3: So you don't need any questions from me and Bill this time.
0: Well, you can each do one because you guys like to stump each other. But
1: I'm, I'm just wanted to I just wanted to hype the the viewers up, the millions
3: I, and I, millions. I, can I access. suggest a question to
1: Bill? Can I? Am I allowed to do that? Of course, You're team, Bill. Ooh, at this okay. point, I
0: mean,
4: you you were you 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 bought in. I don't know. The integrity
1: right. committee is really going to have
4: a have a heyday with that one. I'm not so sure. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm
4: I mean, you join there's Team no Robo. integrity
1: on Saber's Twitter. Absolutely. Listen here, Saber's <laughs> oh, Twitter is, that is a, that is a on Earth. minute and a
0: half from Dwayne right there. I gotta write, that there is down. zero
1: integrity on Saber's Twitter. It's no holds bar, anything goes. What listen, about I had speech? one hell of a day today on Saber's Twitter, and and, and, and listen, what the, about like, Zach it's, Carr? It's gonna be a shit show, Jesus, Jesus, perfect. Okay, well, right. uh,
0: let's tra- let's go to a, little bit, a topic that may be a little bit less hostile. And, of course, that's going to be Train Art Sports with the live NFL draft coverage tomorrow. Obviously, we got Dwayne, Brother Bill, Chris Collins. I know we got limited time here, gents. What do you want to see out of the Bills tomorrow? What, what are maybe one of, one of your favorite draft memories besides Aaron Maven? <laughs> <laughs>
3: right.
2: um, are we, wait, are we going memory or are we going what we want tomorrow? Or both? Do both. Do a choice. Okay. Um tomorrow I am team ETN. I want Travis ETN. I don't care what anyone says. I'm I'm all in. I feel like a lot of my draft memories aren't so fond. I was I here's a funny one. I I ordered a Stevie Johnson jersey. Um was super hyped about it it's like my favorite player. Wait, wait a while for it to come in, finally comes in. I wear it to the 2014 draft. (laughs) We draft Sammy Watkins. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. Like two good receivers. And then the next day they traded Stevie Johnson. So
0: that a lot of people forget that, but but that was a big 24 hour window for Bills fans. We're like, wow, like Robert Woods, Stevie Johnson, Sammy Watkins, this is gonna be sick.
2: (laughs) One one day.
3: Yeah. That is a long lasting jersey though. That's like such a top 3 like, oh yeah. Like Was
0: there an original was there an original S Johnson back when he was the uh in the dreads days when there were like multiple Johnsons? There is there an S Johnson out there? I don't think so. You sure? You sure, Chris? The database of all things Stevie? We got the interns working on it. Okay. Get them to look into it. get them to look at. CC, what do you want to see tomorrow? <laughs>
3: I don't even know if I'll – I don't even know, dude. I, I want an edge. I, I feel like every quarterback last year had all day against the Bills. No offense to Jerry Hughes and company, but we need someone to hit the QB. Dude, when I when I was at the Bills in 2014, we had the cold front, and nobody had a time for a cup of coffee against the Bills. And Now people are having the whole pancake breakfast back there. So I think we need an edge, someone to take down the QB. I feel like we have enough running backs. We have all these good running backs. They just didn't they didn't get the ball a lot last year. The stats are low because they didn't get a ton of touches. But I don't like taking the shiniest toy in the box. ETN, that's like taking C.J. Spiller when you already have Marshawn Lynch. You don't need to take a cool Clemson guy.
2: We don't have a Marshawn. Is that, that, is that across,
3: more
0: because but... it's a Clemson guy or more because he's similar to C.J. Spiller, though? The team was in a
4: much different spot yeah, then. That's, They're that's actually very thing. different running backs to be. To it be was to just it's it's cool
3: the fact that we about. didn't need CJ Spiller when we took him. We just took yeah, definitely that's, that's what I agree with. Yeah,
1: yeah, there was no reason. I remember I remember that CJ Spiller's uh, pick, and I remember sitting in my living room like, "What?" Because we, I think we des- we desperately needed a quarterback at that time too. <laughs> uh, we desperately needed a quarterback. I mean, we needed a quarterback for about twenty years, but um, we
2: needed yeah, that was
1: uh, that was a very 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 controversial pick, yeah. and. uh didn't agree with it at all, even though he did have that insanely good year under Chan Gailey. Yeah. And then I remember, like, I I, didn't, I picked him in fantasy, like, in the I think I, my the first, because I was convinced he was going to go off again, and then just did absolutely nothing the following year. But um, I I I just I'm not I'm not a big advocate of taking a running back in the first round, even at thirty. I think I I, I was listening to Tyler Dunn today, and he said that Singletary has been working. Um, who was it? His name is Hicks, maybe. Yeah, Same guy that worked the article, with, though, yeah. yeah, worked with Dalvin Cook, and Dalvin Cook gives him a ton of credit for why he had the year he had. And uh, I don't know, maybe, bye.
3: Maybe,
1: doing the Irish <laughs> goodbye, yeah, goodbye, Bill. <laughs> love it, love it. I right, maybe give maybe, maybe still keep some stock in Singletary and hope he turns it around. He's still a young kid. It seems like he's putting the work in and he's motivated more motivated than ever. It looks. So I would I would much rather build that you know the second cornerback spot. That shirt is legendary. <laughs>
4: it's so the oh first thing I said when he got in here,
1: buddy, buddy. I used Did to go to Blizzard. Now you have me. Uh, you I've lost focus. I saw a Blizzard, Blizzard, um, blizzard, I used to to, blizzard, and I Destroyers I to- all day. I yeah, used right? to go to blizzard games all the time, and I used mm-hmm. to love it. After they'd score a goal, they kicked the ball up into the crowd. It was awesome. <laughs> my brother I, used I, to have
4: I, one of the plush soccer balls signed by the entire team, and then I, I think try, I lost it when I was like four. So that's not good. But my dad
1: was right; lived right down the street from Rudy and Randy Pikazinski. Those were the <laughs> days. And I used to see him jog up and up and down Road Border day. Road, French Road, all <laughs> the time, all the time. What uh, What school
3: did you guys go to? What high schools were you like? What uh, area? You?
1: I was at a few uh, high school grad.
3: What about Jake? Uh,
4: I was in I was in Lakeshore, but I went to St. Francis. So you know. Oh sure. What, what
0: the hell are we doing here right now? Signing yearbooks or focusing yeah, on the listen, Buffalo listen, Bills' look, future, I, Collins? It's okay, eyes earbook. on the prize. Eyes on the prize. That was Tom Dono talk right there. That was Doug Whaley <laughs> talk. I'm that trusting the process, and, I, and I'm Brandon Bean in it. Brandon Beans and smoke screens. You know the season. That's
4: true. It's smoke screen season.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Someone, someone's driving outside and it's making like a pirate noise. It's kind of crazy. Okay. Yeah. Well, I know I sound like an absolute lunatic, but shout out for everybody tuning in Our to train tonight. Outlet liquor. What's your outlet? A lot to look forward to and a big next 72 hours Wake.
4: Very big. Oh my God. It's huge. I mean, we just got done on the cap with, with Ryan Sullivan from Buffalo fanatics. It, it was a really good show. And you know, he and Kevin and I are usually on lockstep for a lot of things on the draft. We're really not. He's super pro ETN. I, I don't know if I need an edge per se. I'm super big into getting the cornerback room down. You know, it really just like
1: corner for sure.
4: Corner for sure. Edge is a good idea. It's just like, it's all about edge. Who's there. at 30. This is, this is a conversation I've had at the beginning of every podcast before we go live. When's the last time the bills were set to pick in the thirties? not in my life. I'm 24 years old. Like, I don't know. I've only been covering the bills for like a year now. I don't know how to cover them when
1: they're good. I don't know. I really, I've only known them when they're bad. I can't remember a draft. I, I, my earliest, one of my earliest memories of the bills was a Steve Christie game winning field goal, actually in the living room. I'm, I'm sitting outside of right now. Uh, I, 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 you know, bought the house that uh from my dad. Um, my whole family was sitting in this living room watching, waiting for Steve Christie to kick a game-winning field goal. And after that, I think it was the Flutie bootleg touchdown—the uh, year uh, of uh, you know Music City Miracle—right before they made the switch to uh, Johnson uh, in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, it's been that long. It's been that long since they've drafted that that high or that low in the first that,
0: round. That was, that was such an end-around brag about the Steinel family's ability to keep property in the family.
1: It I was, was, I was you know, gonna say it, Yeah, I, nice I
0: really day. do love it. And I was just about to compliment Chris about not bragging about being able to see the Bills pick at like 8.58 p.m. versus all of us gonna see it like just short of midnight or whatnot. He has I'm shocked that he hasn't drop that yet.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, everyone's trying to get me to go to Busby's the Bills Bar. I'm a little nervous about stepping out, but I there am been,
0: there's there's our, they're, they're, everyone's trying <laughs> to get me to go. Oh, there's about it. Boys, thank you so much for coming on though. But before we go, any, any shout outs for Zen or, or who you got in Paul
4: Mayweather? I got whoever kicks Jake Paul's ass the, the most, or Logan Paul. I don't know what Paul brothers fighting. I'm gonna be completely honest. Logan Paul. Logan, okay, thank you. I just want him to lose. Like like honest Pete Davidson sums it up the best. I don't know who's gonna lose. I just know someone's gonna get their ass kicked. And I'm yeah. really looking forward to Floyd kicking Logan May- it's Mayweather.
1: Mayweather may finally knock somebody out for the first time in like a decade, put it that way. And it's been a long time since he's actually legitimately knocked anybody out. He's just a very defensive fighter. He dances a lot. And for, for me, in my opinion, I think he ruined the sport of boxing for a lot of people because he wow. just turned into a snooze fest. Um, you know, yeah, I, you can say what you want about the record. You can say what, but who hasn't sat there and just during a Mayweather fight and like, good God, somebody hit somebody like, he dances he dances around you don't you don't make contact with him and he wins on the scorecard that's how he wins his fights you
3: know i want to shout Um, out to maniac for bringing me in dude thank you for bringing me in do people call you maniac in person i don't know i don't know if they call you they do
0: with great admiration and respect honestly shout out to everybody for respecting me so much in public
4: Okay, don't, don't that shout out does not include me to be completely just for transparency's sake.
0: <laughs> oh, get out of here. We're all popping. I will tell you what, though, versus seeing Mayweather versus Paul, I would uh, you, you had it perfectly, Dwayne. Even in his old age, I would rather see both Paul brothers versus The Undertaker. <laughs>
1: maybe, yo, maybe, maybe the dot, maybe you hear the gong mid fight, the lights go out, and Did all of a sudden he's it? in the ring. Could you imagine
0: if the gong hit and there were just two Paul Tombstones like on the set, like out of nowhere, like a little, so under, a little Undertaker tease?
1: That would be incredible. Oh my God. What a way to make a comeback, guys. Uh, that'd that be – oh, God, I can't <laughs> –
0: Well, hey,
1: what, what do you got? What do you got? What, what do you got? What are you double piecing out? What are you, Richard
0: Nixon over there? i am not i am not an influencer influencer. i am not folks shout out everybody youtube twitter facebook twitch shout out our guest co-host wake Jockins, our guest dwayne chris collins and brother bill of course we got the nfl draft we got Sabers trivia we've got Sabers coverage Sabers have a week and a half left in the season and then it is draft season we will be on to that keep an eye out for two goalies one mike and everything
1: there for your nhl coverage We are rocking through. Make sure, make sure you check out the last episode with Aaron Huglin. Make some very controversial comments about his preferred side or condiment for blue for uh, for, for wings. Hot, you know, horrible take. Hot take. Harvey, Le, it blew my mind that a future Sabers stud and I, I mean stud. I think this kid is going to make the roster in a few years. Uh, had an infamous goal against Team Canada two years in the Helinka Gretzky Cup, the cross style goal. Yeah. It, you know, it is unbelievable. Game that ended in very controversial fashion. Canada tied it up with 0.00 seconds. Shouldn't have been a goal, was allowed, went to overtime, and Dylan Cousins, none other than the the, the workhorse from Whitehorse, scored the game winner for Team Canada. But I think the second goal for Team USA, Hugh Glenn picked it up on a stick behind the net and right through to the top of the net. Absolutely unbelievable goal. But that mm-hmm. still doesn't take away from – what he said he prefers with his chicken wings. If if he if that's even what he's eating is chicken wings in Minnesota. <laughs> Very fair, folks.
0: Check out. 2G1M. Check out Crowdassist Podcast. And of course, keep it tuned to all things Trainwreck Sports. Because you know, this train never stops. And we're going to have a good night now because what's our outlet? It's outlet liquor, folks. Good night
2: now outlet liquor is your place to buy a case stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at outlet liquor you never have to wait for a sale the more you buy the more you save only at outlet liquor
3: what's your outlet